what people misunderstand all the time. They say, oh, you have to give them whatever they want. No, that's not what's happening here. It's that in order for us to heal the patient, we need the patient calm. So it's temporary. It's temporary. We give them whatever they want because if we start fighting with them, we can't do the surgery. And it's a very intense surgery. And people on the outside are like, oh, you just you never say no. They need boundaries. And you're missing the whole point. We have a piece inside of their essence that broke. There's a breakdown here. And we figured out how to heal it. Eventually, it's going to be the therapy and the stuff down the road. Once they're, it's like we're bandaging it up. You know, we're stopping the bleeding and we're getting them bandaged and we're carrying them for surgery in two, three years from now. And then they can do the intense trauma work, whatever. But we have a lot of work to do right now. And you can't do it if you're arguing with your kid. You can't do it if you're fighting with the kid. The thing about saying no and about not giving them what they want is you lose the big picture and you don't even gain the short picture because you're going to lose the battle. By the time you're in stage four, they're not going to not get a piercing because you say no. So you go ahead and you pierce it for them. And you not only didn't lose because you would have had the piercing anyway, but now there's a picture of him, my mommy pierced, my daddy's piercing me. And I feel... It's sad, but I feel, if it, once it's them, they feel accepted. Now, kids who feel accepted need less piercings. So you, 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 other people are fighting over piercing number two and three, and they're losing by the fight, two and three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We lose two and three. And it looks like, oh, you're letting, as if you could have stopped it. But what you're gaining is eight, nine, and ten. And if you look at our kids, years later, the whole TP family, all of them, Look at them a few years later. We don't have any kid... Uh, I shouldn't say we don't have any. There are, there's like a small category of severely, really our most kids who are the most pain. There's maybe two, three kids, right? But from the ruba de ruba de ruba, 98%, right? There's no piercings. All of it goes. It goes, it goes. It's a stage in life, and it goes away. Why? Because we're doing it with you. Why? Because we want our kids pierced up. Not that it's the biggest Avera, you know. Rachel Imenu also had a news bond, right? It's not so bad. We had that um, a boy, like an eight-year-old boy was in yeshiva, and the rabbi said, Rachel Imenu got a news bond. So he said, oh, my schwester had a news bond. My sister has a nose ring also. So they're, they're like Rachel Imenu or Rachel Avinu, some of them, the guys. But it's all temporary Kids in pain do that kind of stuff. It goes bye-bye when you support it. But that's, that's what we're all about. It's not about, oh, we're letting them go. It's that if we're going to fight with them, we're going to lose the entire picture. I'd rather lose the battle and win the war. So that's the thing. We want to say, great, sure, fantastic. So that way we have access to do the CPR. The, the CPR part of TP is the part that the world doesn't see. But you know that you're doing it. Where you're really breathing life into a kid who feels lifeless. You're breathing hope into the kids who feel hopeless. And nobody's doing that like you. The other people who say, you know, the other side, they say, how do you do this, how do you do that? But they're not getting to the goal. Nobody has a relationship with their kid like you guys do. They just, they don't have it. And they, oh, because I had to stop and I had to this. They don't accomplish the, the short term or the long term. But don't forget what the goal of TP. The, the goal is not the saying Yes. That's the beginning. That's the introduction. That's, that's just to get into the game. Because if you say no, you don't have a relationship, you're, you're nowhere. But once you have the, the relationship, the introduction, that's when you do like what you guys do. 
That's what you do, what you do. And that, that makes a difference. That the kid wakes up, I feel loved. I have a mommy and a daddy. I'm not alone in this world. And I challenge anybody else out there, and I always tell you, if you find someone who can accomplish our goal a different way, I'm willing to learn. Nobody's accomplishing it. Very, very difficult to accomplish it with a stage four kid who's not going to conform and is done with the world and feels like nothing. Very, very hard. So we buy the miniskirt and we say, we love you. They may not like the method, but they do like the result. Your kids have the most supportive parents. That's the bottom line. Right? So if, how do you get that goal? So the question is, how important is that? To me, it's everything. So what's the other way? Their kids don't feel loved and supported and accepted. Okay, so then do the parents accomplish at least something for that? Nothing. They're still doing drugs and they're still... Like, I, I don't get the whole thing. You want to give up short-term... You want to lose short-term for long-term? Okay. You want to lose long-term for short-term? Okay. To me, it seems like they're losing short-term and long-term. That's what's so strange. Okay, but don't forget what, out, what we're all about. The giving and the saying yes is only to have access. And once you're in, you know what in means? In means you can walk over to your kid and they're not flinching. You're safe. You become a safe person. It takes a long time to build up trust that you are the safe person. I can tell you anything. I trust you. Well, once you're the safe person and, you can, and they don't flinch, that's when you start, start TP. That's where TP starts. That's where you start really, really rocking their world. Mamish, like, look at these kids. You saw the video of the mother who took the daughter to the concert and, the, and she's, she's jumping up for joy. Which 15, 16-year-old girl goes to a rap concert with a mommy? Can you imagine in the whole place, any other mother-daughter there? She can go. She's a beautiful girl. She could find any guy. She went with her mommy. Uh, I'll let you all decide if the mother did the right thing or not. Sure, she sacrificed herself. Sacrificed. Right? She didn't sacrifice her child. You want to sa- sacrifice your child. She sacrificed herself to do something that she didn't, was not comfortable exactly to be there because this is going to save her daughter. And there's no Rav in the world that would disagree. I cannot imagine. I mean, anyway, it doesn't matter what another Rav says. Their Rav said she should go. But, I mean, it's Pashat like that. A girl going to a concert, a rap concert, with all kinds of people who are there, and she's alone, something will happen to her. And we have to get very real about that. I got a text today. Unfortunately, this mother texted me. Her daughter was raped. Brutally, brutally raped. It's by some guy that she met online, and da 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 she met him, brutal rape. And she doesn't want to call the cops because she saw a movie that the, that the girl called the cops and the guy killed the whole family. So she doesn't want to call the cops. So she's, and it, it's a very, very sick world. So I can't tell you what to do. Everyone has to decide with their Das Torah. But I'll tell you what I'll do. If my kid or somebody I love is going to be in a dangerous place, I will be there with them. Even if I have to listen to music that I'm not accustomed to and words that I don't like, and I don't care what. And I think if you don't, I think, I mean, every Rav has to decide, but I think that's very similar to the Gemara, where a person didn't want to go into the ladies' pool to save someone drowning, and he's called a Chassid Shaita. At least he's a Chassid. He's a Chassid Shaita. I, I don't see it any different, but of course, every situation, I keep on saying the same thing because people get crazy. Everybody here has a Rav, so you ask your Das 
but probably you're pretty stupid if you're not going to go save your kid because I'm not comfortable being there, the ladies' pool, I might see something, I have to touch a lady in a bathing suit, swimming, chasid shaita. We're talking about mamish pikuach nefesh. And by the way, it's not just if they go to a rap concert without you. They go to a movie. There was one Rav that spoke to me. He said, I'm not comfortable the father should take his daughter to a movie. I said, okay, let's talk about it. She's going to a movie. Who does she normally go with? Her friends, girls and boys, all from Kippelach, right? Who's paying for her movie? Some guy. She's getting a freebie or she's going to have to pay back? She's going to have to pay back. So she's going to go out... Leave the house, let's say, Matzah Shabbos at 8 o'clock. She's going to come back at 4 o'clock in the morning. In the middle is going to be pizza and hanging out on the street and all kinds of efkaris and all kinds of stuff, girls and boys. She's going to have a guy who's going to, you know, put his arm around her at the movie theater and, you know, he treated her and, right? Or, or, Tati is going to take her to a movie and go out for pizza afterwards and come home. Which one do you think is better for her? So he said, you're right. He said, you're right. If you can get the girl to agree and want to choose her father, Chesidosh, your father happens to be in that case, to go to a movie instead of friends, then you're right. She's way, way, I mean, you can't even compare. So the father is going to sacrifice, Akeda's father, sacrifice himself. He wants to go to a shir and learn and be very holy to save his daughter from being in... So not only that, here's what happens. If we do this enough... They enjoy being with us. Big Chiddush. Regular kids choose their friends over their parents. Kips choose their parents over their friends as long as you give proper, full acceptance. They will choose you. We're the only group that can actually even know if it's true or not because nobody else is giving the right acceptance so the kids don't want to be with their parents. But once you have parents like you, they will choose you consistently. Not always, but consistently. They will choose you. Because when they come back from eight hours with the guys in the street, they feel like garbage. When they come back after you, going to a movie and then food and your arms around her or him, they feel good because you're the medicine for the broken neshama. So what's it going to be? You're going to say, oh, I don't know, I'm allowed to, whatever. Ask your Rav. Ask your Rav. no Shiloh to me. It's Pashit. Nava Mitzke Rebbe said, it's not even a question. You can go on Tisha B'Av also. We're trying to save lives. So they will allow us, once we connect to them properly, they will allow us to pull them out. We just have to show up. So based on your question, you're there. I can see where, you, where, your, where your head is, where your focus is. We have the greatest questions in this group. Mom is like, what more can I do for my kid that they should feel loved, supported, accepted, beloved to us, that we really love you? And it's gavaldic. And I think the proof is in the pudding. But as is Hashem, we should all have those issues. This is Avi Fishoff, and I can be reached at twistedparenting at AOL.com.